You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode and edition of the Chop Sports Social right here on the Premier Streaming Network. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. We hope everybody is doing well out there. And, of course, this wouldn't be possible without the help of our sponsor here, and that is Absolute Eyewear, getting involved with Chop Sports. So be sure to head on over there right next to the train station in Woodbridge, uh, where there's also a brand-new Woodbridge brewery that I've been uh, frequenting. Not frequenting, but a couple times I've been over there. I love it over there. But we are broadcasting right here from the Richard Lucas Chevy and Subaru Studio in Matawan, New Jersey. Gooch, how we doing, fella? I'm doing good. Yeah. I, I mean, feel, I mean, like, today's Tuesday. It is Tuesday as we record this and probably release this, yeah. Um, I feel like it's a Monday again for some reason. I had a rough day. Groundhog Day type stuff? Yeah. It was started with the morning coffee. I was telling you earlier, brewed the coffee, no creamer. It's like <clears> pouring <throat> a bowl of cereal and then realizing there's no milk. Those are like the I eat my cereal things. dry. Well, the, well, we, we're starting to learn about Dave's eating habits on the show, and they're a little weird. Um, I don't really do cereal anymore anyway, Okay, but I'm just trying to give it a You feel like it's too juvenile, or like it's not enough for no, you? No, I just feel like shit okay. every time I have cereal, or okay. I eat early. Um, I am right now, what time is it? It's almost noon as we record this. I am on an accidental fast again. I do the 16-8 window anyway, but I stopped eating, and I was feeding my kids yesterday at 5.30. Didn't snack after that. Had two bottles of water, went to bed, went to the gym. So all of a sudden, at five is 12 and then seven, I'm on a 19 hour right now without even thinking. So it's the secret ingredient, ladies and gentlemen, to all the success that I've had physically over the last couple uh, months. But what, to not eat? Yeah, I mean, intermittent fasting is such a – there's so many benefits to it. I can get on and on and on. Um, but it's, it's specifically designed, I feel like, for the guys that just can't – Eat right, like a normal human being. I mean, my, my thing is I just don't eat good in the morning. Like, I eat like shit, or I feel like shit in the morning, so I don't eat. So mm. it's like, why, why am I going to make myself feel like shit? But I combine that, or, or I replace that with like 11 cups of coffee, so I still feel like <laughs> shit. So Black coffee no is like the only anything. thing that they allow yeah, on the, uh, on the old that, fasting. I mean, depends who you ask. But we're not going to talk about the intermittent. No, we won't. It's not a health yeah. podcast or a show. You can find a couple of those on the Premier Podcast Network, which I was helping launch last week. We're up to 21 shows now. Uh, I think we started I with like three. At 20. I thought so, too. And then my buddy Pat uh, said he had a podcast. It's actually a very interesting concept. Maybe you'll be interested. It's uh, it, Well, maybe not. But it's like a fitness podcast, but it's called like Pump the Breaks. Something I forget. Now I'm like drawing a blank. But like it's literally... The guy is a fitness guy, but he's literally recording the podcast while in traffic. I was—I thought you were going to say he was going to record it while on the Peloton. No, that's Nick. That is clipping in by our boy Nick. Uh, again, successful um, journey he's on right now with the Peloton stuff. I could never get into that stuff. I think it's a little bit of a cult-like following. Uh, no offense to Nick or anybody who does the Peloton because I think that, again, cycling and spinning are just just well, beyond ridiculous well, when it Nick, comes to cardio. It's better than the, the 200 push-ups that I write down that I swear I'm going to do every day <laughs> in my planner, and then I do like 25, and I'm like, whoa, 175 to go. So at least you're doing something with yourself. Do you really plan on doing 200 push-ups? a day yeah is that a th- like yeah? yeah i feel like that's a lot no no it's right. eight sets of 25 that's pretty easy when you think about it i don't ever finish them oh but well, it's my objective story. it's my objective and 200 if you, you at were- least update how many you did for the day like hey i failed but at least i did 100 no 
I just know that I failed. Why would I? I mean, like, no, I don't progress. need progress. Yeah, no? no. All right. Speaking of progress, for the first time in 47 years, ladies and gentlemen, the Denver Nuggets have won the NBA championship last night in how many games, Chris? Five games. Five games. Guess what? There was a certain somebody's, we're not going to point any fingers, who called five games for the Nuggets, and they did just that. Did you watch any of the clincher last night? Okay, good. I didn't. Uh, I did. Bro, I fell asleep. Early? Like, 950. Look at you, huh? And you should be rested then. But you were up breaking cards, so that's, you know, yeah, you get I mean, the day I still woke up. I woke up at like 1, and I was up at Isn't that like, the worst? Yeah. Because it's just like it interrupts your sleep. I know you don't like Michael K. Well, I mean, this was a I needed to wake up because I didn't go to bed. So I Oh, you were on asleep, a couch or so something. So I was like in that. a bad spot. Whoops. I was not <laughs> taking care of myself at this point. So I needed to do the bedtime routine, you know, before I actually yeah. went no, out for the night, but it sucked, bro. Definitely sucked. Woke up with neck pain. I'm having a rough Tuesday. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> well, guess what? It's only up from here, uh, right here on the Chop Sports Social. But anyway, last night, the Joker, does he solidify himself now as one of the all-time I mean, I greats? think he already had. I really do. Before think, the championship. Yeah. Will Chamberlain doesn't have a championship, does he? Maybe one? Really? I don't know if he has one. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I Looked that up. Very, I think pretty much Bill well. Russell won every title in that era. Why is it when I say does Will Chamberlain and the first thing is have a kid? Bro, did you <laughs> like did you do hear? I care about first Will Chamberlain? Right. Yes, he's got two. All right, so two hard right turn here, because this is gonna be good for the podcast. <laughs> who did Will who did Will he win with? He won one with the Sixers and one with the Lakers. Are you hearing about the, the buzz that's going on right now about Aaron Judge? About that his brother is Aaron Gordon? Well, that's interesting as as well. But did you hear the further buzz now that we're on the Will Chamberlain topic? Is Will Chamberlain his father? They're saying that there's... Oh, my God. You know, Will Chamberlain did some type of... I don't know if it was a radio show or something that he was doing in Sacramento. Okay. Nine Around nine months before Aaron Judge was born. Kind of the same deal maybe with Aaron Gordon. I don't know the logistics between that. Like They look identical. It's kind of scary. But you know what would be even crazier here? If if they are, in fact, brothers. Sure. And I mean, both just of their, compare the two. I'll maybe throw it up in post. And, but and like, both of their crazy. fathers are Will Chamberlain. Then... By proxy, then both of their names are Aaron Chamberlain. Yeah, so they took mom's name because that's who stuck but they're around. they're both named Aaron. Are they adopted? Both were adopted. Imagine being that parent. Like, just uh, arbitrarily. Let's Imagine just say, being. They're not. Do you, do you, I, think you're, I think it's going over your head about this whole thing that they're both first named Aaron. And if they're both of their biological fathers, it's last name Chamberlain. They're both Aaron Chamberlain. Yes, by proxy, by rule, that, right? that's this, what this it would was be. Discovered, I think I discovered this yesterday on, where did I discover this? Was it on a break? No, it was like a Zoom meeting. But the Chamberlain stuff I've never heard. Yeah, no, The Aaron Gordon, Aaron Judge comparison, when you put them side well, by side, it's like freaking nuts. But the fact that they're both adopted is even more alarming. Not alarming, I shouldn't say it like that. If you're Not adopted, alarming. you're alarming. No, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, could you imagine? I mean... Chamberlain's out there dropping seeds and buckets on two nights separate. And then, by the way, oh, by the way, now you have two superstar biological children. I got to see a side-by-side of uh, OJ. I mean, not <laughs> Talk about OJ and Khloe Kardashian. What now? That's supposed to be a thing, too. OJ is Khloe's dad? Yeah. With Nicole? <laughs> wait. Yeah, Scoob. <laughs> oh, dear, Scoob. Um, wait, so Khloe Kardashian... And is the mother is Kim? No, the mother is the the Kardashian chick. Yeah, but the father could have been OJ. Wow, 
Oh my God, this is getting deep early. If you, look at, if you look at like the Khloe Kardashian pre all her surgery, she does maybe look resemble like the juice. The juice, bro. All right. The juices were loose that night. It was. Jinx. <laughs> hey, buy me a Coke. Um, so what else we got? Well, I was talking about the championship, and I was asking you if, if you think Joker's all-time guy. Yes, Bro, 100%. Yeah, I mean, last night kind of solidified that. He's going to walk into the Hall of Fame. Like, that. that's the kind of deal. The, uh, you know what I really did get a little – Not. I don't get upset about the Nuggets. I don't really care. But what I'm saying is the post-game interview, press conference, celebration thing – the Nuggets head coach, which, by the way, kudos to him for getting their first championship ever. Um, he goes out there and he's like, we're not satisfied. Like two minutes after the final whistle and the buzzer sounds and you won the championship for the first time in 47 years. He couldn't even enjoy it for like more than 10 minutes where he's like, we're not satisfied. It's going to be a dynasty. Dude, you, you never won. I mean, so I don't know. Like, if he's, a, I, I feel like he might excited. be right about something there. I, I feel like there is. I don't want to hate on it publicly. Maybe you shouldn't have said that. You should t- give yourself Embrace your flowers that on, that, yeah, on, that, yeah, yeah. on that stage. Fine. Um, but I, I do understand what he's saying because there's real potential for that Nuggets team to win a couple. Like, Jokic is if that the, good. If the, if the, Jamal uh, Murray is that good. They all stay together, good. yeah, sure. I feel like if Jamal Murray didn't get hurt two years ago, there's a chance that they are a dynasty at this point already. Just on, like, ring number yeah, three at this it was, point. I remember going into that one season two years ago you know, they were the team. They was like, holy shit. And then they added Aaron Gordon and all that. They had the right pieces. It just Jamal Murray was hurt. And we're starting to see just how good he is. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Superstar. Um, another sidebar here about uh, the Joker. Did you see the the meme? Or not the meme, but there's. Where he was like, drafted like the 42nd pick overall. He's standing by himself with the champagne, not knowing how to drink it. No, well, that's funny, too. But <laughs> the, um, the Taco Bell commercial that was playing when he got drafted, like. The Joker's moment, right? Oh, so when he, he was commercial. on commercial, right? And I did across hear about the bottom this. of the screen, it was Joker, the Joker, Jokic, and it was like a quesadilla or whatever. <laughs> quesadilla. Quesarita. They have all these weird Taco Bell names, bro. Come on, I'm not wrong. I drank. I, I drank. I did drink a Taco Bell down in Nashville, um, but uh, yeah. So anyway. The Nuggets get themselves a championship. Congratulations to them. Now the NBA offseason is here, and I feel like the draft is in like 10 days or some shit like that. So like, there's no like room for the weary. There is room for rumors, and clearly Chris Paul has been let go. Um, there are some teams linked to him, one being my Knicks, another being the Lakers. Remember that Lakers trade that never went through he's, once he's upon a time? He's basically a Laker. He's be- that's kind of where I'm thinking, too. Um, there is rumors that could potentially involve Dame Lillard to the Knicks. Or Dame Lillard somewhere else. I know these guys, they go on record. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm Portland for life. I'll never leave. Blah, blah, blah. Money talks and so does success. Like, if you're finding yourself with no success on one team, well, look, it's time to change the location. I think Dame, he proved his loyalty at this point. Sure. I mean, at this any point, of the yeah. last four or five seasons and nobody would have had a, a, a could have said a word about it considering the, the way the NBA is now. Everyone's gone. So Dame did his part for Portland. I don't think they're going to trade Dame, though. I think he's stuck. I mean, the Knicks have a shit ton of capital if they chose to move it. And I understand these draft picks are kind of, like, irrelevant at this point. Uh, to me, I think they are, unless you're literally a lottery pick, but which, again, it, it doesn't guarantee you anything. 
Have you seen some of these videos that are surfacing that um, over this number one overall pick that's supposedly the layup to get for the Spurs is getting bodied and like is just too thin and is just getting worked underneath the paint? Like, what good is being seven foot, whatever the hell, if you're just getting worked underneath by a bigger body guy? Because he will not survive against the Giannis's of the world or the Jokers of the world or any of these bigs, uh, Embiid, any of these guys. If he gets into the league, great, the hype is up, but like, if you're a skinny little frail dude, like it ain't gonna work for you, buddy. He's seven foot four. That's he's fine. Seventeen. So I, I feel like I'm the, well aware. I feel like the, the size will eventually catch up. In they're some called ways. bigs, and I don't think it's for their height anymore. I mean, but but they're they're bigger dudes. All right. now. they're being built different. I don't think he's being touted supposedly as this. You know, he's more like a wing, one of these hybrid guys. Where what he's bringing to the table. I don't want to hear it. Like, he's affecting shots. You put him in the paint down low on defense, he's going to be a tough guy to get to the basket. There. Right? That's, there, there's no debating that. <laughs> right. right? He might get bodied down low a little bit by the best in the in the league, but are there really centers that are just working that low post game the way? Not as not not like, like they used, used to be. Right, not Number a one. Number two, like that. if you look at Giannis when he came into the league, you, he was know, a you look at Chet Holmgren, he's very skinny. Very skinny. He put on his a little bit of substantial size. He Over got the hurt. Course of the no, season. he didn't play all year last that was year. Him. But okay. um, there's always the risk of an injury. There's always that when you're that big, a lower body injury could be the end of it. But I mean, what are we talking about? He's seven foot four. He's got range. I mean, look, I'm going to take him on my team and I'm going to work with him. He had he had a rough game this past outing, but now that the all I mean, all eyes have been on him for quite some time, and mm-hmm. he's been doing his thing. You don't have all these players around the league that are touting him. It's not like it's scouts. It's the NBA guys. Right. They've played against him. I mean, I think he's the real deal. They're talking about the best prospect ever. I don't know about that, and I'm talking about any sport. Mm. I don't know about all that, but you know, I think I think he has his. He's going to grow into himself just fine. Okay, um, so that's the NBA in a nutshell. It all kind of comes to a head now, but again, it'll pick up in a couple weeks. A um, couple more things I wanted to talk about uh, today. Well, by the way, shout out to Denver. I mean, Aaron Gordon did like celebrate amongst the fans, but three hours later there was a shooting. It not it hurt nine people. Like, can we just celebrate like normal human beings? Um, in any event, sticking with um, some of the hot, you know, the the headlines of sports. When you're looking at what's going on in the NFL, we kind of called it. You kind of definitely called it. Dalvin Cook was going to be on the outs. And now, all of a sudden, you're hearing rumors that Saquon Barkley will not play on this tag, right? Well, no, I, that, he's not playing on the tag, but they're, they're looking more They're not like going it, to mandatory mini camps yeah. and all this shit. Like, that's, that's what's happening I, with Saquon. I'm hearing that it might get worked out because Saquon isn't asking for the world. Apparently, he's not. So that's what, this just goes to show you how much the media screws these kids. Like, these guys are, are literally like, hey, I'm telling my agent one thing, right? And then all of a sudden, reports are getting back like, ah, oh, Saquon wants to be the highest paid running back in football. And he literally came out and said, with his, the, came from the horse's mouth, I'm not trying to reset the running back market. I'm not. He said, but I understand the market. I understand actually. the market, right. So the high point right now is your Christian McCaffrey, and your low point would be the franchise tag at 10. So that's a $6 million difference. $7 million if you think about the incentives. So what do you think is the ultimate result for two players? One, Saquon Barkley with the Giants. Does it happen? They do have some backups there to kind of serve the role. Like, do you think he sits out a little bit? Do you think it gets done? How do you feel like this is going to play out? I think Saquon gets gets a deal done before the season starts. How much? And it's going to be per probably like a little north of 12, maybe like 13, okay. 14 13 million. tops. I don't I think could it's going to be 13. much more than that. But at how long? I mean, the kid's still young. Like four years. 
four years, four years thirteen with a, million with a, with a clear out for the Giants after what? After two? After a clear out after three, but like a potential consideration after two if the injuries right. rack up it, or something like that. Listen, the Giants. If the Giants want to have any success this year, they have to lock this guy Meaning up. Like, or, or or they go shopping for one of these other guys that are available. That's not going to happen. I'm just saying, like somebody might take a lesser deal. And they no. could be like, you know what? The hell with Saquon then. Let I don't walk. think that's going to happen. I don't think that they're going to they're going to compensate like a couple million to to trade down, because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody out there outside of a maybe Derrick Henry is going to be the equivalent of what Saquon was bringing to that team. And honestly, I don't even think he's going to do it. As much as I like Derrick Henry, the runner, what Saquon brought to the table was a lot as a pass catcher. They okay. need that out of him, and they need that out of him specifically because he was the entire offense. Daniel Jones got paid because of him. Saquon's going to be a giant. I don't think there's any debating that. It's just a matter of when. And really, if I'm the Giants, hold them out. I don't give a shit. The longer you're not playing in practice, there's a less chance for you to get hurt. We know Saquon's a good ball player. We don't need him to be in camp. Maybe a little bit for the cohesiveness, but at the same time, he's a running back. A lot of these talking heads out there on ESPN and NFL Networks and all this stuff, they're, they're, they're trying to come to bat for the running back position. And one guy, I think it was either RG3 or somebody else said that the running backs need their own union. You know, like, like it's NFL PA and then there's NFL running backs because it's like the running back value, and we've seen it over the last, whatever, a couple of years, it's dropped off the face of the earth. You can get an Isaiah Pacheco in the seventh round and run him into the ground if you want and win a Super Bowl, which he has already, which and a lot of these high-priced guys don't have yet. I can make the counter-argument to the running back situation to a degree where there's, while there isn't, opportunity at the top there's a ton of opportunity for running backs meaning you know there's there's teams that are carrying a bunch right so there's more run it's not like you're just getting the one guy and you're paying them there's a bunch the of only team like that right now backs. left is tennessee so you know if we're talking about the top of the market i don't think it's that great but when we're talking about the market in general there's a lot of running backs that are getting paid a decent salary to stick around you know and i think that's where a lot of these guys are they're falling short in their their negotiations because they feel like they're the guy and there's just so many talented runners around the league that there's a there's room for more and you're not going to structure your roster that way. It's never going to happen. Running backs are never going to get paid more than receivers ever again. Those days are over and it's honestly just going to keep shifting in the worst direction. You're going to consistently see teams that overpay for a running back and then get shafted for the next 4 years. A lot of teams are catching on, but not all. The Lions just drafted, the, the Falcons just drafted high. You're going to have those anomalies that come about, but it's always going to be met with, like, Bijan, if he was a different position and that talented, that much of a prospect, he's the number one pick. No question about it. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's just not going to change. It's not going to change. And if you think about it, like, just as a whole, from the offensive side of, of the ball, the running backs are probably the least the, the, the least paid, like, at their position, right? Well, yeah. And they do the most work, if you think about it. If you're getting 20, 25 carries ends, a game. I think tight ends get paid like shit, considering well, I mean, all Kelsey they do. Kelsey is, is doing his thing. He's making money. Kelsey's making shit money compared to, like, what a receiver would be getting paid. At well, the, that's a receiver. But who – all right, hear me out here. I'm hearing you out because I'm going to look up some I numbers think, here. I think the highest paid receiver is getting paid significantly more than Kelsey is. I think Kelsey's taking some team-friendly deals here. Over the course of the last couple of years, if I'm not mistaken, so he could be getting paid more if he would have tested the market. Travis Kelsey's total cap num- total stuff would be was a 77 million dollar contract for 2023 this year. His base salary is 11.2, which is just over the 
franchise tag of a running back. His incentives are up. His cap number this year is $14 million. Next year is fifteen. So, in 2025, his cap number is $19 million. That's going to change. Like That's either going to change or they're going to pay it, which is going to be ridiculous. Point, the point here is, like, for a player of that caliber, he's the best in the league history, right? And he's getting paid roughly about less than half of what the number one receiver is getting paid. Travis Kelsey is a number one receiver, the first to boot, and he's also – Blocking DNs, right? So <laughs> right, tight end, if true. you ask me who's the most underpaid position in football, I think it's clearly the tight end. Clearly the he tight end. He would love to hear you say that <laughs> but, <laughs> because that's well, the truth. He could be getting paid more. No question about it. Kelsey has taken restructures after restructure to stick around, and I give him credit for that in itself, but you know, he's not doing the rest of the tight ends around football any favors. So let's mm-hmm. just say that. Not even a little bit. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So that's happening in the NFL. Baseball rolls on tonight, as a matter of oh, fact. Dalvin Cook will be a Dolphin. Oh, that's right. That, you think that – why hasn't it happened yet? What's the holdup? Why – what's the rush is the better question. To get him on the roster, get him in mini camp, and get him going. If you're who? If you're the Dolphins. Okay, well, the Dolphins – like Dalvin right now, Cook. Hopkins is on I'm a sure free the, agency I'm sure the tour. Dolphins would love to have him right away. But if I'm Dalvin Cook, um, I want to go to the Dolphins, but I'm going to make the most money out also, of it. Also, just because I mentioned Hopkins, like think about the, the crap locations he's started his free agency tour with. Tennessee, and then he goes over to New England. Like I'm like, well, Jesus Christ, look at your quarterback situation. Listen, listening to his agent. And you what know if, what? And he's probably getting a feel as the his market because he well, can go to the 100%. Chiefs he's or the not, Bills and say, not, "Hey, these guys are giving this." No more. He's looking to get as many suitors as possible because he wants to get paid. True. No shot. He goes to New England. There's a very good shot he goes to the Titans, but I still don't see it. Um, I think he wants to be somewhere a little more pass happy. I don't think he's going to New England because I don't think he wants to deal with those types of practices and Bill Belichick and all that at this point. In his not career. at this point, no. Um, especially with Mac Jones throwing on the ball is. Mac Jones is outdueling Bailey Zappi, by the way, in camp. And that's f- in- for the first four days of camp. And then I'm telling you, that that's never going to be a solidified thing. Mac Jones. I mean, I think Mike Francesa, be- if you have two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks. So, like, if you Bro, have two Bailey guys Zappi that can is, sling, let's not fine. Be, let's not make any mistakes here. Bailey Zappi w- did not do well last year. He didn't do shit either. Like, he didn't no, do he did shitty. shitty. Ah. He did shitty. They didn't even give him an opportunity to do well. Hmm. They did not. Right? It's he was quite a fuck- simply that. He was a flavor of the month for a little while. Like, in any event. So DeAndre Hopkins also doing his free agency tour as of right now. A lot of teams interested in him, obviously. I mean, he's still one of the best in the league. Um, Switching over to baseball for a second, before we wrap this up, I did want to touch on one thing that's happening. The Yankees and the Mets play tonight and tomorrow for their first meeting of the Subway Series. Clearly, it's not the same rosters. There's no Aaron Judge. There's no Pete Alonso. So it's like very... Eh, you know, the pitching matchups are, are, are good, but then you're still looking at it like, eh, whatever, right? But the one thing I wanted to bring up, and we talked about it yesterday for a brief moment before the day ended, was what's going on in Oakland right now. Because mm-hmm. it's like this Oakland A's thing is very, very, very interesting. What they're planning on now in Oakland is to have like a sold-out crowd. Yeah, reverse boycott. Reverse boycott. So now you're going to sell out your entire stadium. You're all going to wear T-shirts that say what? Sell, sell sell the team or whatever. So they're all getting in unison right now. I didn't know until you told me that it was like this owner is just just not liked around. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he's not liked anywhere around these parts. Mm-mm. So it's it's very interesting to see what they're he's trying like to the do. He's like the reason why the Raiders had to leave Oakland and now they're in Vegas. And that's working out for them. That's all great. But their fan base is left in shambles in Oakland. That sucks. And the fans are doing the same thing. Like They're like, well, we don't want the team to leave, number one. Number two, it's not doing shitty because the fans don't care and they're going to prove that here like on any given night they could sell this place out oakland has been 
bro, you could watch back some videos even recently where when they go on their runs late in the season, that place is, is nuts. But they we've screwed seen, everyone we've over. Seen they, money held, ball. <laughs> they held they held um the Raiders hostage for forever. They couldn't get a new stadium deal because they wouldn't go in on the the breaking of the land and all that other stuff. And there's a lot of politics that go into it. But the Raiders left Oakland because of the A's. And they were basically squatting on the Oakland Coliseum because they had a lease through or whatever time, but the place was falling apart. I do miss the whole baseball field on a, on a football field feel. It's old nineties. Oh, I'm, I'm out on that. No, you don't like it. Yeah, screw that. I think both. Didn't both it, might, it just feels me. It just feels nineties to me. It feels nostalgic. That's all. I feel like I'm not saying it will get away. Yeah. Like the, right now, all the turf is horrible. Of player safety. Yeah, exactly. That's probably just as bad, if not worse, than the turf. Um, it's dirt. <laughs> that can't be good. Baseball. Yes. So. Reverse A's, boycott, yes. A's. So this is happening. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it is going to be a site that you've probably never seen before from any fan base of any sport. Um, yep. So it's pretty apparent. The Oakland A's fans do not want the team to leave. The owner's trying to hightail it to Vegas. Vegas is saying, nah, nah, fam, sorry, we did this. You can't follow us and take our market. Because think about it. If they did go to Vegas, they would steal it's the not, market. It's not like Vegas has, the, the Raiders have a complete say. If, if it goes through no, in other ways, not. it goes through. But I don't think that they want it there. And they, they're the ones that put the stadium in. Why do they want another stadium across town that's going to steal venues and concerts and things like that? Stadiums. It just doesn't make sense. Because I mentioned to you, I was like, what about T-Mobile Arena? They brought on the, the, the Golden Knights and whatever. They're about to, you know, another Stanley Cup or whatever. But like, that's a that's a, the eighteen thousand uh, people uh, arena. arena stadium, These stadiums different. are way different, and I think Las Vegas has the Super Bowl this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I mean, or is that Arizona? Either way, um, I don't know. They're going to get a Super Bowl. They're going to get all the amenities that all these new stadiums get. Um, including probably a draft or whatever. Uh, this year's draft, I believe, uh, Green Bay, right? No, that's 2025. So where the hell is it this year? Chicago? No, it was just in Chicago. No, where the hell was it this year? I don't know. Who cares? Uh, it's <laughs> The draft's come and gone. We're already at minicamp. We're going to get the OTAs and all these fun stuff and storylines to cover each and every week right here on the Chop Spo- uh, Social. If you... If you're watching us and you got to leave, right, and you're like, ah, shit, how am I going to catch the rest of the show? Check the Chops Sports Social over there on the Premier Podcast Network as well. We've added all these shows. We've been, I've been putting in some serious work behind there, and all these cool shows are being added as we speak. And, of course, all the content that you could find right here on the Premier Streaming Network Plus, um, and that's all of your your Squeaky Bum Times, your Dude Cast, everybody. Uh, the Fight Factory, Pro Wrestling, we, we added some, some – um, uh, some, what do you call it? Mm-hmm. Help. Uh, the intern, it's Shay. She's in there. So we're having a good time over there. That goes down every Thursday, airs on Thursday nights. Big things on the horizon for the Premier Streaming Network. I know there's a showcase in September. Um, more details to follow with that. So thank you guys for watching. As always, for Sturch, Gooch, it's been another episode of the Chop Sports Social. We'll see you guys next week. Uh,